You've got a Kindle Unlimited. I've got. A, it's a white one as well. I've got a fluffy cover on. Oh. I ain't got food though. This should be this. This I should be the introduction to the pod. Just ignore the usual. Just us talking about buenos and covers. Yeah. Okay. Fine then. You know what? Yeah. Fine. No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you've asked for it now. You have asked for it. I'm keeping it. Fine. Fine. Have it your way. Okay. You know what, then? Fuck it. We'll show that we I'm are real, real people. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, yeah, it's, it's episode five, Ron, now. Um, yeah. So, in this bumper, well, I'd say the word bumper, it's not really a bumper episode because we've fallen into what we did last year of like, well, let's do all the away days, let's do all the trips and then record them in like little bursts. So, we have got a bit far behind, so it's really scratching the heads now. Which, yeah, it's not our fault, though, that the games are getting cancelled as well. Well, it's, it's not just that they're getting cancelled. It's the fact that... Every we're away do, game. Yeah, every every away game we looked forward to has been gone because of international breaks. And then Tuesday and Saturdays are very hard to to keep up with. So it's, it's not our fault, we promise you. But in the, in the same breath, it is our fault. Uh, so we've got a lovely mix of five teams for you today. Northampton, Wickham, Charlton, Solihull for an FA Cup little break, and Shrewsbury Town. So it's like a list of places you don't want to go on holiday. It's like it, just... it sounds like the top five dogged destinations, really, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know in what order. I, d- I imagine Charlton's not great because it's probably a very densely populated place. Word Good the, crowd. Word of the day, dense. Um, <laughs> I, I've got to say, Solihull's probably top in it because it's all brummies. And it they is. They're exhibitionists, them lot. Oh, mate, this will be... That's the worst. That will be clipped. That's the that, that will be played at the Christmas party, which won't take place because there's only two of us three, if you include Neil. So, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're, in, we're in, in December now. We can start mentioning Christmas. Christmas fixtures are the only thing that's getting me uh, through December. Now, um, before we begin, we will just give you a little... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? A little PSA, is it? Whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of that. What's the word? Is it like a little pre... Not a prequel, like a message or something. Like basically trying to say that the Solly Hull discussion will be a bit limited because the majority of stuff we're going to talk about will be for another episode, which probably is not too far around the corner. So you're only going to get a snippet of about Solihull. I mean, at the end of the day, though, it is fucking Solihull, so no one probably cares, unless you're a Solihull fan, to which you only slightly care. Uh, let's start off with Northampton then, James. What we um, Let me start off by saying, obviously off the back, of an international break. So we got, was it deprived of Cambridge or was that Barnsley? Uh, Barnsley. Barnsley. And in, in all fairness, I would probably say that was one of the away days we were probably most looking forward to trying to uh, avenge yeah. the playoff semi-final defeat. Yeah, because obviously they're not in the most consistent form and obviously we are now. So it would have been a nice game to have gone to, but... Not only that, but it's like one of the no. only games we can get to go to on the coach because yes. it's just and we can have a couple of drinks. The only fecking game we can do, apart from Wigan. And and let's just say as well that with James, I I am I have solidarity with him. If he can't drink, I won't drink because I think there's nothing worse than having to drive me home pissed out my head, pissed, tired, uh, probably asleep, hungry, <laughs> probably asleep, it's singing like... lovely rap songs. It's a it's a it is a treat really. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a treat for one of us and a nightmare for the other of us. You can choose which is which. So Mm. uh, what I will say as well is we were coming off the the back of the Carlisle defeat, which, like I say, probably one of the best crowds I've seen at our stadium for a a good amount of time, considering where they were and the division they come up with. So for the Northampton game, I was more worried about the game rather than the... The, the fans or anything like that. But what I kind of felt like, and I don't know if you felt the same way because you weren't there, but <laughs> no. yeah, I completely got carried away then. <laughs> I wasn't even there. Yeah. I, I, I did watch it though. Like... Watch it. Okay, well, you can give me the television uh, opinion then. So it kind of felt like the crowd were a bit tense. Yes. I don't know whether that's because 
one, it was we've just come off this surprising loss, or it was maybe because it, everything was there for kind of to go wrong. You know, it was a small crowd from them who came. No disrespect to Northampton. Obviously, it's it's a respectable effort. I think they got about 400 fans. Apologies if I've got that wrong. I just could not be bothered looking. Um, but it, it just kind of felt everything would have been there for the for it to go wrong again. And and like you say, it was it was just nice to know that it wasn't just me in the crowd. It it kind of played through the same way on uh, on Wanderers TV. Yeah, to be fair, watching it as well, um, you can't you couldn't really see many fans anyway. It felt like there was a less number than usual. Mm. Don't know why. Maybe because it was Halloween coming up. I can't remember. Um, but it did. It there was a lot of atmosphere, if that makes sense. Either compared to what we are. In other games, it felt very, very mild. Mm. And and just a quick PSA apology. It was 750 fans of Northampton, but that probably shows how loud they were. That's how I thought it was 400. Um, no disrespect to Northampton fans once again. I'm sure you have a lovely ground, which we'll be visiting later in the year. Um, but obviously, I think as home fans, it helped rally the troops, as it were, to, to go up um, in the game. I think it was 2-0 we went up, and then they pulled it back to 2-1. But th- what I noticed is like the, the last 15, 20 minutes was more from what I'd expect as us as a home crowd. It was really pulling the players through. And it, it's nice to see that as, as a home crowd because sometimes you can go 2-0 up and everyone's in high spirits and then it gets to 2-1 and that's where sometimes you can really introduce a nervous atmosphere. You can really lose a lot of the... Um, the noise and the <clears throat> the cheering on of the players. But in this instance, yeah. it really seemed to go in a positive way for Bolton rather than a negative way. I think for Bolton, the one thing that we see on possibly on social media is just talk about how it's got this amazing, amazing atmosphere, which it mm. can have. Not always, though. I'll admit that. But there's not always a brilliant atmosphere, especially if the games are quite tough and perhaps you need, need the fans. In terms of away support, I think we're one of the loudest. I think we do really well. Um, I'd love to replicate that in games. Like I remember back to last season with the Barnsley game. That was the best atmosphere I've, oh, I've definitely, had in yeah. years. Um, but obviously, it's quite difficult to replicate that against teams that are, unfortunately, they're not as good. Yeah, and um, I, th- I think it's very rare for a, a team to be extremely loud and energetic at home against anyone they face. I mean, exactly. hats off to any team that can do that. It is probably a rare breed of team and probably your, your big supported teams. I think, I mean, obviously I can't speak because we only see teams when they play us and usually it's like, a, not a cup final, that would definitely be the wrong way to describe it, but a team get feeds off us because we're quite vocal. It's, it's very easy to get a home crowd up against Bolton because you know you're going to get maybe at least a thousand fans and these away yeah. fans singing their hearts out. But it, it's, it would be nice if we can sort of going forward or even, you might even notice it maybe more if we did get promoted or, um, you know, in the, in the next few years. But if we could sort of have that loud energy against crowd, away crowds of like below 500, that, that, would, that would be still amazing and probably something the players could feed off. To be fair, I think if we were veteran travellers and we'd done a few years now, of going to the same away grounds, we probably would have a better understanding of which stadiums always have that um, atmosphere. Yeah. Like, obviously, when it comes to mind, we did Derby last year. They were pretty good, but they were also in good form. I don't know what they're like at the moment in the home crowd because obviously they're, they're in quite a rough place. So yeah. I, I, I won't I won't know. But we are now going to be veteran away fans soon, so we are <laughs> going to work out. Well, I don't know. I'd say we're all we're pretty much veteran. I think once you do more than one season, you're probably a veteran, aren't you? Because some of yeah. the shitholes we've had to go to, it's aged me like ten years of pop anyway. Um, yeah, it, my I've, my hairline has decreased. <laughs> the crown, the crown on your back of your head is gone. You're we're, like we're going to have to hope pre-seasons in Turkey for you. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll get my te- I'll get my teeth and tits done. You get your hair done. Teeth, tits, and hair. Yeah, that that that'll be the preseason episode title: tits, teeth, and hair. If you'd like to uh, donate to our good cause, please do. There'll be a GoFundMe. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll start the GoFundMe. I mean, I'll get a tummy tuck as well if you want to add another tea. 
Teeth tip, hairline and tubbies. But no, I'll say hats off to all Northampton fans who came down because what would you say? Good couple of two to three hours, maybe a tiny bit longer. Saturday. So fair play to you for making the trip and as well. Um, it, it's nice to to see a, a different set of crowd and like I say, I, I think overall they, they made uh, a decent amount of noise. Obviously, what would you say TV-wise? Could you hear him? Could you just hear Bolton? Yeah. I couldn't really hear much. Couldn't hear much. You have it on mute. It's on mute. So. It on mute. There you go. See, secrets <laughs> revealed. Uh, well, yeah, so you know, we'll move on from Northampton. We'll move on now to <laughs> an away day we can actually involve James in. Yeah, we go. we've got him back in the mix. Uh, I'm back in the room, lads. Wickham away, which on a Saturday I am more than happy to to do. This was on a Tuesday night, and a weird, weird experience for us because it was all right for you. You were on half term. However, you well. Not breaking news, but I, I've got myself a new job in the midst of all this. Ended up working at a school as well. Not the same one, unfortunately. That would have been fucking fantastic. That would have been horrible. <laughs> um, but what it meant is you had a great time because you could just, you know, come to pick me up. It meant I had work in the morning and, and ran off about three hours sleep the next day. So a very um, turbulent start from to finish. And it did start in a pretty good way because... The usual parking uh, establishment we used was, for some reason, free this time. So yeah, thank you, thank you very much to the primary school. I don't know the name of, and I will not be looking up the name of to prevent search history problems. Because we know what your search history is like, don't we? Wayne? Yeah, we we probably do. In- incognito mode is a lie. The government are tracking you. But no, I was a bit surprised because, like I said last time, a fiver weren't too bad. I mean, it was a bit of a trek, and I know they're like. We did sort of see this time. There are places a lot closer, but it's a stupid system because it's like back in. It, it's like if you're in last, you're in the best place, aren't you? Yeah, if you get in there, you have to sort of hope that you're gonna get there late. It's a bit <laughs> weird. With like two minutes to kick off, I'll park up now. I'll get it there. That'd be right. Jobs are good. So yeah, if, if you're gonna use one uh, parking establishment near the stadium just make sure you do it probably like five minutes into the game and you'll be able to get out straight away and no one else will be able to get out until you're ready yes and you could be like <laughs> no i'm waiting to the end i can't believe you but, um, used the c word cheers for that pal i know i'm, I, I'm I gonna have to bleep that <laughs> oh i would, I would, I would is it a non-swearing no it's just the c word is a bit aggressive and i think you're oh, really... <laughs> i don't mind you saying fuck or anything like that but the c word it's very right. harsh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my. Okay, we'll carry right, on. Right, let's, let's do, do, it. No, do it again. No, no, no. It's in now. now. Okay, all right, no, all right. No, I bleeped it. It's fine. You're in. No going back for you. Beep. There you go. There's a beep uh, you can use. Um, we, we'll get to talk about food this time because we actually managed to, to have some. And I really wish I didn't because it was fucking atrocious. It was, and it, it was, was horrible. I, I don't want to be rude to whatever fine establishment we ate at, but it must be the worst service I think you could ask of any food vendor at any football stadium because I do not understand, James. And if you do, please tell me otherwise. How a system of you order food from someone, you then wait for the food and then are told to tell the people on the other side of what must have been a foot away from where I've ordered what I ordered to then get it. I guarantee you could have got it for free. I generally don't think they were concentrating. Probably could have, but at the same time, I was really hungry and I was starting to get a bit passive-aggressive with it. And I I think we didn't get charged for a bottle of water and a glad crime pays. Well, to be fair, the food we got as well wasn't hot. It It was was awful. My onions were were disgraceful. They weren't onions, they were just bits of sliver. There were, there were the bits of the onion that no one cared about, and they were just like, ah, oh, yeah, shove them, and we've probably got them cheap at the market. But like I said, I don't understand what, what system they were going for. It's like, yeah, well, you, what you do is you order and pay from me. Then I'll say nothing to you. Then we'll make you wait a good about five minutes and let other people order and wait five minutes. And then eventually you just have to go up to the people who are actually serving the food and go, oh, I haven't got my order yet. And they go, all right, what did you order? And then they make it for you. Like, can you not talk to the person stood right next to you? 
Sorry, I just completely ignore you. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's like <laughs> it's really helpful sorry. in a two-person podcast. I just completely ignore. I was you. just ignoring you, mate. I, was I, just... thought, I thought you were in a rant. Oh, um, yeah, no. but the rant finished. Oh right. <laughs> what, what else do you want me to say? I thought you were right. That, like these, right? Like, these sausages we had, right? This bear, bear in mind. Brock still had burst. the bungs, bungs on the end. of it. That's the best way I could describe bungs. it. I don't want the cold. Is it called? Is it a bung? What the fuck's a bung? Well, you know how at the end of the sausages they have that bit where they sort of tie it to connect them. Oh, the sausage sleeve. That's the sleeve. Very posh. Um, they saw those bits left on, and they were rock solid. I had to pull it off with half the sausage going off <laughs> of it as well. I was like, at least though, I did see on Twitter we didn't have the worst experience. Oh no, there was some there were some worse ones. ones. There were some shocking ones that were even closer than thin than we were. And I was like, we dodged a bullet, but still got hit in the head with the fucking bazooka. Like that's the <laughs> reality here. I think the moral of the story is, if you're looking for food at Wickham, go to the Tesco that's down the road and bring your own food in with you, because yeah. you're not getting a good meal there. Um, bear, bear in mind, this is the first game we've been to where we weren't there early. No, usually we yeah. an hour before. We were there half an hour before, so we were screwed. At least the cost was all right, though. Unlike the bastards of Bristol's Rovers. What for? A, you. You, do you not remember how much we got charged for the Bratwurst? Well, it, it compared with I always compare it to Bristol. That's, that is that is the comparison that we use. Yeah. For how good food is, it, and it was it was more expensive quid. than Bristol. Yeah, but Bristol was shit. That, that's all. That's, it was seven fifty, James, for a lukewarm Bratwurst. Oh, seven fifty. I take back what I just said. Ignore and everything. Bear in mind as well, I ordered a cheese worst and didn't get one. And, yeah, it got to the point, and it got to the point where I could not be bothered to tell them I ordered a cheese worst because I was scared I'd miss fucking kickoff. Bollocks. Absolute bollocks it was. Now let's actually talk about the game though. Let's, let's ignore the food. <laughs> do we have to? Get the food. <laughs> we do. It was a good game. It was a good game. It was. And in all fairness... A pretty good atmosphere from uh, us travelling away fans, especially midweek. I mean, I know I've said it multiple times, but to expect a majority of fans to travel that distance on a Tuesday night, if you're finishing work at five, it's probably impossible. So I think there was nearly a thousand of us there and, you know, really loud. The one thing I will say is I was a bit not let down, a bit surprised at how quiet Wickham were. But then again, when it hit sort of like 2-1 and 2-2, um, they sort of clawed their way back into the game. They did come on live a bit more, but it was just a bit of um, a weird one for me. Like, as the home crowd in the midweek and you haven't got a bumper away crowd, you'd probably like look to be a bit more vocal. But it was a bit, uh, bit disappointing in the end from them, I think. I think... If you look at Wickham at the moment, they're in a really weird position. Like, give it two or three years ago, they're in the, they're in the championship and they realistically should have stayed in championship i think they got screwed over um i i don't know why but i sort of expect them to have a sold out ground but it's not it's not massive um but we always talk about the sort of competition that we have nearby here for bolton mm. for example they've got a little bit haven't they they've got oxford reading they've got london clubs as well but i don't know i, I think i just maybe expected more than the yeah, and it's it's not a way of us saying either. We're not trying to start fights or be picky. It's just compared to last season, I'd say it was a bit different and a bit worse on their end. Obviously, I know yeah. the result was against them this time, so that obviously plays a factor. But, I mean, even looking though at our away crowd, I'd say our away crowd on a Tuesday night was amazing compared to what it was on a Saturday last season. Yeah, but well, base they they won last year, and then Gareth Ainsworth left, so they were on that sort of high because they probably knew they were going to lose their manager. Um, but I, it it was a big difference, and I do get it. Yeah, there's, there's between a, a Tuesday night where you've been at work, mm. or a Saturday afternoon where you've had a, a line and whatever. I get there's going to be a slight difference, but if our team was two 0 down at home, we'd be putting absolute shifting to get them back into it. I yeah. don't think they did. Yeah, and you know. I suppose this is going to happen and this is why I find it a bit more interesting now that we're kind of doing it the second time around in a lot of places because you get to see how these little things affect such minor details. Like say it's the fact it was on a Tuesday, the fact 
where league positions come into play, form comes into play, and that how that can really affect a, an away or a home crowd is, is it to some people it might not even register on the radar, but to me and and probably to anyone who listens, it it's such an intricate detail that I find fascinating some aspects because at the, at the big clubs in the world, you know, United's, Liverpool's, probably not so much City, but those top top Premier League clubs. Like their atmosphere and their following always seems to stay at a stagnant level, which can only be done because of years of success and yeah. the, the amount of people who just love to watch them. But when you sort of trickle down the leagues, you sort of see that form and, like you say, catchment areas or you know funding in the club, anything like that can have such a big impact on on crowds. It it, it really does uh does make you think about you know, where we could get to. Now, once again, obviously I did um, I did moan at Northampton, 750 away fans. We actually had 750 away fans for this trip, which, you know, <clears throat> I'd say for us is on the low side. But once again, if you factor in the fact of how far it'd take to get there on a Tuesday night, I'd say that's a pretty top effort. And for some reason, we always do seem to have a few uh, Southern Whites mixed into that. So... Always a weird one when you hear a, a, a uh, southern accent at a Bolton, yes. Bolton area. The proper Boltonians are no longer there. It's southerners. <laughs> yeah, they lose that. their accent instantly to blend in with normal folk. Yes, um, not normal British people. But a, a decent trip. I think it was a about 300-mile round trip altogether for us yeah, or to, from my house, so probably a bit longer for you. Um, I'd, I'd say a, a decent, decent away day overall. I mean, if you don't, oh, if, as long as you don't eat and you're prepared to walk 20 minutes to your car for uh, yeah, <laughs> either free but, but or mind, five though, It would have been a bit of a horrible trip back if we'd had John too old. Cause yeah, or you lost. Because I remember last season it was a bit of a grim one. But wasn't yeah. that when we found the greatest services of all? Yes. Yeah, because I couldn't hold my bladder. That was fantastic. Peterborough services, one day we will make it back to you. And it will be magnificent. It will be the greatest. It'll be like a Disney princess transformation. Can't wait. <laughs> Can we just go there? We just, just go there. For yeah. a <laughs> Post season, if we get promoted or win the league, we'll go into Peterborough services to celebrate. Um, and and now, it's a nice little uh, move on because once again, you we kind of ignore you because you didn't come to Charlton away. Um, I did not. I want to say as well, uh, she probably won't be listening, a huge thank you to my lovely auntie, who on very short notice decided, like we always, she always talks about going to Bolton games, and she decided that she would happily do a 350 mile round trip with me on a coach, on what must have been maybe a week at most, two weeks at, um, at a push, so fair play to you. Well, on the coach, but it has a long time to get to London. What? Two weeks on a coach to London. It felt like two weeks. <laughs> it was a fucking long trip. Um, now, what I thought would be, you know, just to keep you in the loop, I would just wanted to get a quick recap of you of how you rated Charlton when you went last season. Um, we we know this great great win, brilliant home fans in somewhat. Um, away fans are good. Food was shit. Well, yeah, thank you for that concise it summary. Is. And <laughs> how was the food this time, Luke? Well, I, I wish I could tell you. Um, the only problem being is I did not actually partake in any food because my lovely darling auntie made me a packed lunch. So oh, I, uh... <laughs> that's your lunch! Was there some daily dunker balls I, in there? And... Mate, the, right, I had the meal of kings. So I had, I think I had two, right, on, well, on the way down, this is going to be really interesting for people. I had two turkey balms, which two. honestly, they were so nice. They're only Warburton's balms, though. They're only little. Oh. So I had two of them, which went down a treat. I had a Dairy Lee Dunker. Which oh, you did have, have a I did actually have a Dairy Lee Dunker, and it was ace. I think I had a Mars bar for breakfast, um, or a Twix. It was one of them. And I had a Costa Coffee hot chocolate at the services we stopped at. Good, good services. Can't remember the name. And I think, what did I have on the way back? I had a monster on the way back to wake up because it was such a long day. But 
I was stuffed in the end. And I did like when I, I remember getting to Charlton and I just kind of had that moment of reflection, like I'm not gonna be able to try food here. I'm not gonna be able to have either uh, the so meat pie, which wasn't a meat pie. It was a meat and veg pie or the sausage roll, which you thought was all right. So apologies for the small interval, thanks to James having to, as he said, just take a small break to drive some fucking glasses out of his house. I mean, you know, dropping off glasses at another place. I'd like to point out it's currently minus five outside. I didn't consider that, and my car was completely frozen. Yeah, so good. I hope it's broken and obviously fixed in time for any away fixture <laughs> that needs driving to. In instant backtrack, because I realised I can't get stuck there. But back to Charlton. <laughs> that James didn't go to. So realistically, I could have just carried on without you. You could have done that. That's... But you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, because so I've just have... sat here for 10 minutes watching TikTok videos. Wow, I've I've really made something of my life. Um, So, we'll talk about the atmosphere and not about my auntie's pack lunches. Uh, I'll tell you what, James. I think, and this is a bold statement, I oh, think God. the away crowd this time maybe maybe because you weren't there, was a lot better than our away crowd at the previous Charlton game. Maybe because of the way we're playing. How, um, or maybe the, to be fair, though, the game was quite open. I don't know. Did you manage to watch it? No. No? Okay. Miles, miles of help that I'm getting off you. Fantastic. I know. I, I didn't watch it. I watched the goals, and I was told that it could have finished 8-3 in the second half. 8-3? That was a bit precise. It could have it could have finished anything. It could have been eight three. What's that? That's the first one that comes to mind. Yep. That's, that's um, what I was told. There was that many chances. No, it, it was it was a very open ended game. And and to be fair, that's where you kind of get the best out of uh an uh kind of crowd, you know, where it's end to end, you know. And we actually scored a, a first a decent opener, which really kind of came not came out of the blue, but it was our first big chance of the game, it felt like. And Really, the, as soon as we sort of got that first one and then the second one shortly after, the, the away fans were on it then. And again, it was another case of seeing what we normally do at home, rallying through that second half. The home crowd were more up for it. And there was a weird moment where I thought the home the home fans, the, it's when our second goal went in. I thought they started booing their own players at like 2-0 down. I'm like, to be fair, we're a decent team. We've just had two... Decent chances. It turns out there was the controversy um, about one of their players going off, but he, he couldn't get released back onto the pitch because the attack was down that side. But you know that's that's another story for another day. It was uh, it was a valiant effort though from their home fans. They came into it the second half, really started to to motivate their players to get back into it. But at that point, we'd kind of assured ourselves and we just you know saw just rolled the wave. The best way I could describe it, um, but. I'm a bit upset for you because I thought you'd have really enjoyed that game. It was a great game to, to see as an away fan. I hugged my auntie very well, uh, very tightly when the first and second goals went in. Some It was just some shocked faces around thinking, how have we come here and, and got two goals and kept a clean sheet? Because before that game, all I would see is people saying, Charlton scored goals at home. Alfie Mays in the form of his life. Alfie Mays, zero goals against Bolton this season. That is an <laughs> official stat. That's a brilliant stat. He's got. They've got many goals against Cray Valley, though. That was that's the one that came to yeah, mind. Three, three against Cray Valley, the mighty Cray Valley Paper Mills FC. You whatever the. I'm sure they've got about six names like Cray Valley Paper Mills Football Club. That's a bit it's of a mouthful, good. really, isn't it? Brilliant. But Imagine you know, that in a Cray yeah. Valley Mouth. <laughs> I'd I'd love to go like there. <laughs> um, but no, overall, Charlton. I'd, I think. A fair reflection of Charlton would have been a slight improvement, probably because I didn't have any food there. That's what really dragged it up, is the lack of being brought down. But once again, it's just kind of a bit annoying that it's just not in the middle of nowhere, because it isn't it's in the middle of London and, and, and like housing estates and that, but it's just, just a bit far away from, from everything, really. You're just kind of stuck there, and there's not really a, a close away pub or anything like that. I tried to find one took me about a 10 minute walk and I just turned around and went back to the stadium. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how my what day was going. Resting 
I'm, so, I'm, I imagine if we'd lost as well and had to do that trip all the way back. And just a nice little shout out to uh, to Bolton coaches. On the way back, the coach toilet was full. So no one could use it from about the outskirts of London all the way back to the stadium, Bolton Stadium. So exactly. you, know. you did a massive shit in it, Luke. No, I didn't touch it. It was something to do with it wasn't it had reached the tank limit. And and I thought the uh, the drivers were exceptionally, you know, informative um they were just like yeah it's full can't use it wait till the services not directly to me that that wasn't just to they looked at me in the front seat and went this guy needs a shit we better tell him no they they, they did a coach announcement and it went down like a sack of shit i'm sure people still kept pissing in it because i kept seeing the toilet light come on but just it's it's overflowing with joy because they'd won that's that's the that's the key sorry tyra's um, it was it was Luke who did it. No one else. <laughs> well, in all honesty, someone did. One of the um, Bolton fans on the coach did say he would give twenty quid to someone for a beer, and it, I, you know, I didn't bring any, which was quite gutting about. Twenty pounds for a yeah. He was beer. he was sozzled. He was the best way I could describe him is they'd picked him up from his care home, and they'd plied him full of drink, and then his carer couldn't get hold of him. And he spent the rest of his trip all the way back trying to find more drink and wait for his carrot to pick him up. Okay, that that's a great out. description, Luke. I feel like you spent too long. <laughs> yeah, it was a novel there. You're welcome. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll call Charlton done because there's not, you can't have an opinion on it. You didn't even blue watch the game. Um, but again, we can now bring you back into the mix. You see how I did that seamless transition. Uh, and now we get to talk about Solly Hull, where we can't talk about it all for certain reasons, which only we know. Uh, and they will soon know. So let's just skip to the away fans. Uh, there was a few of them. That was that was about it. <laughs> that, was, that was it. it yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it, it was a really weird atmosphere in cup game. Like compared to last season's cup game, again the numbers just baffle me. Like I think it was Barnsley last season we got in the FA Cup, wasn't it? And I'm sure we got around ten thousand combined. It was like halved this time. There was yeah. just hardly any Bolton fans. They shut off the crazy corner and the other corner on the other side, and it, they just sort of shoved everyone in the middle. And it, it just really, like, it just felt like there was no atmosphere. There, there must be either not a a driving wanting to go watch the cup games or vice versa, because Bolton are doing that well in the league. People are going to pay more to watch league games and they just don't want to go watch the cup games because it's quite expensive. Possibly. Well, this this is the thing, right? The the EFL the EFL Cup or the the Bristol Street Motors, those two. I understand, you know, smaller attendances because, quite frankly, it's in the EFL Cup. It's probably very unlikely we get anywhere far because you get big teams early on in the draw. It's just the the likelihood that it's going to happen. And like I said, we saw it. We saw it last season where we got Villa in the second round. We saw it this season where we got Middlesbrough in the second round. It's very unlikely you're ever going to make it to Premier League teams. And then in the Bristol Street Motors, which is the Papa John's, we've been there, won that. And it seems a lot of our fan base now are kind of done with that. It's okay, we've been to Wembley, we've won the trophy, but we want promotion this time. So kind of bin it off, just play the youngsters. But obviously, you know, Everett loves a cup run, so... That uh, that takes away that. But then the FA Cup to me is always one where I thought people would attend because it's historic. It's a good chance of getting uh, decent money, decent um, away days as well. Because, you know, realistically, we're, well, spoiler alert, we've won the game. And as we're recording tomorrow in the second round, possibly going into the third round. So th- there's uh, easier chances. Yeah. Because at the moment, I think we're the top ranked team if you look at the table, aren't we? And yeah, and for us as well, the chances are realistically we're going to beat Harrogate tomorrow because they're not in good form, and you'd expect it to happen. I'd be surprised if we didn't beat them. Um, you're guaranteed, aren't we, to get? A, well, not guaranteed, but there's a high, higher chance of getting guaranteed. A I like that. Is it is it a higher chance to get a Premier League team in the round three? Am I uh, well, there's a chance. I don't know if there's a higher chance. No, but can't, it, there can't be a higher chance if there's no fucking no team currently in the next round. Well, you can. That, I don't understand what you're trying to say. You, we can get teams from the Premier League. That's it. Yeah, that's no what I'm saying. No, 
if you're like a fan of Bolton and you get a United away or you get a Liverpool away, that will sell out. Like, it, it's, it's, it's just very weird that you can't get the home games a lot, but everyone will want away game at United. Yeah, but I think that's just partly as well because not, not so much part-time fans or like fair weather fans but it's an occasion in it like Wembley and during the Bristol Street well Papa John's trophy last season piss poor attendances Portsmouth was probably the best example where the quarterfinals played Pompey at home and it was a tiny crowd and then suddenly in the semi-finals we're selling out 2,600 tickets at Accrington and then we get to the final and sell out over 30,000 and like you could say the same about Plymouth you look at their at you know, their ticket sales in the competition compared to they did 37, I think, at, at Wembley, or maybe, you know, a bit more. It's... Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, 30, well, 37. yeah, it's a small place, Plymouth. No, but they did 37,000, and it's, there's something about that competition where Wembley just entices you, and I think this is where the FA Cup kind of, like, reflects that, where, you know, our home attendance was poor, and I'm, I'm scared it's going to be poor in, the, poor in the second round. But like you say, we draw City, Liverpool, United. That away end's probably going to sell out. But that's just the nature of the beast we're in. Yeah. Thanks for that retort. I, I just, that I've, that I've really else. detailed retort. I've got nothing else to say. I, I completely agree. <laughs> well, there we go. There you go. James completely agrees. That's why. I, that's why I said it. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, but I, I, yes, I mean, what was nice to see though is just not. It kind of felt like a pre-season game, the best way I can describe it, where it was just watching football. There wasn't, we weren't bothered about an atmosphere. We weren't bothered about attendances. We were just sitting there and soaking up what, for the majority of the game, was beautiful football. And that's nice to do every now and again. That's something I enjoyed about the the pre-season games. There wasn't any need for motivating the players. There wasn't any sort of like pressure. And it didn't really feel like there was pressure in this game. It was just yeah. watching good level football and not having to be scared about being pulled, pegged back or even, you know, beaten in the last minutes or anything like that. I completely agree. There was, there was no, there was no fear. No, well, the, I mean, the only fear was I didn't get a cheese board. Spoilers. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wish I could talk about it more, but it, it really left a lot to be desired. And obviously you know, we will talk about the second round game coming up soon. Probably, I don't know if it'll be next episode or it might be the one after that. But I really hope we kind of get a bit more of a crowd down there because it is just a bit of a, a shame to see. Because at, at some point as well, you've got to look at like if cup games are costing us more to put on than they are with like last season in the EFL trophy. Yeah. It felt like some of those home games were actually costly to the club. And that, that just, just made me laugh. So. Uh, sorry, Hull, it was nice to play you this one time. Uh, and to their player who got sent off and Dion, Ch- Dion Charles laughed in your face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to round off today with uh, another trip to Shrewsbury away. Now, obviously, last time for us was um, a very tainted memory. You know, England getting knocked out the quarterfinals. So we had to play Shrewsbury early kickoff, lost 3-2. It was snowing that day. It was miserable, freezing, and might go down as just one of the dullest days ever for us. Whereas so, this time around, it was completely yeah. different. Yeah, it was still cold. It was still <laughs> dull for part of it, but little less misery. Um, again, another pain, not so much as others, but you know, a, a couple hour trip on a Tuesday night. In the freezing cold. Um, but, but, this is a big but, right? Food-wise, fair play to, to Shrewsbury, right? Because it actually had some edible food. <laughs> it did. And I, I generally, I can't actually remember what it had, but it was edible. Remind me, please. Was it a hot you dog? You had a hot dog. I did have Any, a hot dog. Anywhere we go, you end up with a fucking oh, hot I dog. Oh, You have to try each one. It's like, a, it's like a ritual. Yeah, but this is what I don't get. How do you forget you order one thing? Well, I can't know. remember what I had. You had the same thing. It's, it's important things stay. They're not less important disappear. Whatever that bollocks was. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, the only thing I was annoyed about is I've seen some people with this like little cottage pie 
little mash on top. I wanted that, but I didn't see that. But I managed to have a cheat. Oh, well, I was a greedy bastard. I had a cheeseburger, which was actually really nice. It was hot, which is a rarity. You know, especially having Bolton cheeseburgers. God, lucky if they're anything above room temperature. And uh, steak and ale pie. It was a pucker pie, but it wasn't burnt. It wasn't underdone. It was actually cooked, which the first time I think I've ever seen a pucker pie cooked correctly. So fair play to him. It was some decent grub. Um, one nice little thing I thought we'd touch on was the the state of the away end with the cobweb seat. I mean, I, I know away fans are known for standing during games, but to see a seat completely covered in a cobweb, it, felt, know, like it felt like we sat in it as well, though. She sat in it. I was like, <laughs> someone, some poor soul has to sit in that seat. <laughs> and she was <and> <laughs> she didn't even care no it was it was such a weird day for things like that. like the longest legs we've ever seen as well that was oh. uh, <laughs> emailing appearance where i'm sure his legs were not on the row below him but the row below, below that, that. with the, on the seat it just looked like he was about seven foot tall and five foot was his legs it just didn't just didn't make sense it just didn't work no it was just such a strange and then obviously as well children in need they uh, oh, decided no. to try and get a Mexican wave going. Um, and obviously the Shrewsbury fans were, were more than happy to take part. And then as soon as it came to the Bolton fans, <laughs> the chance, wanker signs, V's, anything you could think of, we were proper bitter bastards. Oh, yes. We're there for the children. But when it comes to joining a Mexican wave, no. I, I love you, Pudsy, but I think you're claiming disability benefit. I think you can see under that that patch. So you get what you deserve. Um, <laughs> That's for another day when Luke starts taking on the charities and seeing what, how far he gets. Taking on the charities, yeah. Yep. Children need coming after you, boy. Uh, so, <laughs> um, no, but the, the the atmosphere again from the away fans. Uh, I don't know what how to say it, but it's a game of two halves, and the crowd was a game of it was a crowd of two halves. First half just felt stressful, didn't it? It was. I don't think we had a shot on target, and I don't think they had a shot on target. It was, crap. and there was a there was a lot of frustration starting to kick in because, as as Bolton fans, we know if we don't do well in the first half, sometimes it can just drop off a cliff, can't it? Yeah, and and drop off a cliff a second time. It can it can pick itself up and then <laughs> proper cliff divers, um, us Bolton fans. But you know. Um, the the home fans as well. It kind of felt really weird. I mean, I, I think we ended up speaking to a fan after the game as we were walking back. And what or was it you who said as well? They'd only scored like six goals all season. Something home, like so that at the time. Yeah, I mean they they did a bit of form after us, which is you know good to see for them. Um, but yeah, at the time they were really struggling for goals, and you could just see obviously it's a game where we were expecting to walk them over and it just wasn't happening that first yeah. half and then they weren't really in the game either so they weren't really behind that it was it was the weirdest first half where no set of fans actually looked confident in the game no by the end of it though we you know we scored in the 96th minute so we it wasn't like we had a 2-0 in the whole game mm. it took, it took a long 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 time it was a very tense second half where that first goal kind of settled our nerves but then instantly kicked back in because you realise it's a 1-0 lead and then the home fans are thinking well hold on if we've held them to one goal for like 60 minutes we can get some out of this so it kind of in a weird way being such a dull game for the majority of, of the, the first half and second half and the majority of the game it then sort of turned into a bit more of a an atmosphere because that, that I say the away fans we've seen a goal where trying to push him through to the end and then the home fans are like we can get something so a very weird crowd i couldn't really put my finger on it and i think pudsy pudsy ended up getting up all the fans didn't he? you know his little mexican wave really invigorated oh, yeah. the crowd he, at half time and, and set up the second half but he was the key driver in that <laughs> um but again it was such a, um a redemption arc i think as an away fan to to have that three two defeat last season and be in a position where it just, it just kind of like made sense. To, tell your dog to shut up. <laughs> it just, it made sense. We were in such bad form, and we we were coming off a bad run of games. Uh, we had a few injuries last, and then you come to this season where we've started to hit form, and then you know we're we're going to places and winning games. As a fan, it's just nice to have that. 
It is, yes. Sorry, apologies. My 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 partner's just got upstairs and my dog now decides that he wants to be a howling <laughs> boy. Um Simba. Simba. Come here. One sec. I'm going to get him. Oh yeah, great yeah, podcasting. Keep, keep great this podcasting. up. No, we, the, the dog takes priority in this. Come here. Come here. Right, I've got him now. Yeah, that's it. Get him closer to the microphone. No, because if, if I pick him up, no, if I pick him up and I'm on my lap, he doesn't moan. Because he then forgets that she exists for a bit and sits here instead. Right, so there we go. So, yeah, it, if you compare it to last season, it's a big difference. And it's a good difference, though, because we actually came and we won. So it's a good it's a good omen to have, isn't it, really? It is. And I, in the nicest way possible to teams like Shrewsbury, I really hope we go up next season and we don't have to do these trips to... Not shitholes because it's a nice little stadium, but it's also the weirdest pitch I've ever seen where yeah. it's absolutely huge either side. And you don't, to me, for half of the game, it looked like the linesman was on the pitch. So I could really do without that next season. Yeah, well, um, I completely if, if, agree. <laughs> you completely agree. Good. And I, one day I hope you disagree. Well, so I'm, I can actually get I'm, some friction. This is the best podcast we've done so far because this fucking dog now is not going to shut up. <laughs> can you hear him? Yes, of course I can hear ah, him. I'm gonna, do you want... <laughs> oh, yeah, can I hear him? Fuck's sake. Let me sort him out a minute. Come here. Mella, lovely cushion header. Bajero! Okay, so the five teams are done. Let's look at <laughs> let's look at how much money and how far we've gone. And honestly, if you thought it was getting depressing before, you're gonna think we've got a whole new world that's open now. Fuck it. Oh yeah, Let, let's start with distance. So before today, we were sitting on six hundred and twenty-one miles, which you know, respectable. That's just one way as well. That's not even returned. So. So in the well, in the interest of making things complete, we'll we'll get it back on track and get it correct. So at the moment, then round trip wise, we're sitting on one thousand two hundred and forty-two. Today, we have done a total trip of eight hundred and thirty miles. That's me. Okay, so that's me. That's include. That's Charlton is the big hitter there. Um, obviously Wickham and Shrewsbury included yourself, but I I have done a lot of travelling. Yeah. So, total there and back miles, James, two thousand and seventy-two. Well, viewers, two thousand and seventy-two. Well, listeners, viewers, listeners, and uh, the fun bit is here as well. We do most of these travels in my car. Uh, apart from like the, the the really long ones, like in London, which car drive. Well, not even the really long ones. Like the only ones we haven't you haven't done on the coach. Uh, you, you haven't been on the coach this season, have you? No, no, I haven't coached it. Because, like I said, the only like coach we really do is Charlton. Obviously our ports of which sneak peek, I'm not going to it because it's now on a Monday night. But um that's probably the you, only you really one. You really had to go there, didn't you? Yes, you I did. really had to go there. Yes, that's for another you day. Listeners. No 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 you don't understand <laughs> how annoying it is to try and find some fucker to come to Portsmouth with you on a fucking Monday, Monday. night. <laughs> if it was a Saturday it was a yes. But it's on Monday and, you know, things like, I don't know, my dog needs looking after. Oh, I, I honestly, I hate your dog. It's caused me so much pain. It's not even mine. I have no impact on its life, yet it impacts mine. <laughs> Work that one out. Uh, so, before I go any further into abusing your dog, so we're sitting on 2070, 2,072 miles for the season. Now comes the worst part where it's talking about money. And I it's not making for a very special Christmas, put it that way. So before today, James, we were sitting on five hundred and forty eight pounds and forty pence. Which is double now, the price of a season ticket, by the way. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, and you know, money oh, well spent. Not so much you, but for me, spent a total of £223 on five games. £223 on five games. That's an average of, what, 44 45 quid? Like, yeah. Total, 
for the entire season. Seven hundred and seventy-one pounds and forty pence. And we're only a third, or not nearly, not nearly halfway through, are we? Yeah, what league? Uh, uh, well, yeah, I'd say we're nearly games. halfway through. Yeah, yeah. games played. But there's been a lot of postponements, and then yeah. this is where cup games start really playing a factor. So, and a fun little fact for us all: we've we've got Barnsley, Cambridge. That both need to be played at some point. Wigan will be have to be rescheduled yep. as well. Uh, any uh, others? <laughs> Well, there's then the possibility of a third round in the FA Cup. We're in the knockout stages of the Bristol Street Motors Trophy. And bear in mind, if we join Harrogate tomorrow, it's a replay at Harrogate, and that'll be midweek, and that'll be the right in twentieth, I think. So that'll be a nice little triple game week for us as well. Woo! So I can't <laughs> wait for a trip to Harrogate on a fucking Tuesday. We're not going to have a trip to Harrogate. Positive thinking. Yeah, and we missed a positive over here. <laughs> I'm positive now your dog shut up. Um rankings. Oh my god, I've not even oh, looked at the Jesus rankings. Christ. This is the this is the fun part because well th- <clears throat> this is the problem you see with rankings is that you haven't been to half of them. No. So I don't you, know. you add them and then I'll I'll add the rest around it. Right, well I've got to try and find them first. Here we go, rankings. So cough cough. Let's start with away because we've actually got some away teams to add. So at the moment, away-wise, we have Reading sitting top. Then we have Burton Albion, Port Vale, and Cheltenham Town. So, it's such a depressing list out of away games so far. Just like we've made... <sighs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, but, yeah, well, thanks. Again, positive. We have three to add to the mix. So let's go with time. We'll go chronologically. Uh, Wickham away. So once again, you've got Reading, Burton... Port Vale, Cheltenham. So I still feel like Reading was top. Why yeah, was Reading no, top? I, I can't remember why. We Food. It was, the, Food. it was the fan zone. And to be fair, it's a decent stadium. Was... Uh, it was a decent crowd it, from both sides, really. So it, it felt like a complete game. It was just a shame we were on the wrong end of it. Honestly, I think Wickham's fourth on that list. Because really? Reading the that we just said the criteria, Burton's got brilliant food. Port Vale and it's a nice away, um, set, it's standing only yeah. and it's nice. Port Vale actually had a good atmosphere. Yeah, and that sort of then puts Wickham fourth. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, that's um. If that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, oh yeah, I like that. Well done. You've actually Thank used you. some logic there. So they slot in. Uh, oh God, let me write that down before I forget. What my like? What you like, you duck? So Wickham is now fourth. Uh, then we've got Charlton, which you can't have a say on. Um, now this is a tough one for me because crowds were good. I didn't have the food, and it was actually on a Saturday at a sensible time this time, not, not the uh, half twelve kickoff of last season. Um, I would probably say it was better than Wickham, purely because. The food of Wickham let it down. The crowd at Charlton was better, but I don't think Charlton was better than Port Vale. So that would then mean Charlton would go to fourth. Wickham instantly dropped down to fifth. That was a, that was a short-lived experience that for them. Short-lived. <laughs> and then finally, we've got Shrewsbury. Now again, we can bring you back into the fold. Um, I'd say crowd was... Decent food, pretty good. It, it's it, the Tuesday night aspect, obviously, kind of affects things. But where, what, where are you thinking for Shrewsbury? I'm thinking. I think it's worse than Wickham. Worse than Wickham. Yeah, I, just um, think, he, I think he was. I just think there was. It was a Tuesday night. It was quite cold. There wasn't yeah. really an atmosphere, for being realistic. Yeah. Uh, tough one. Uh, yeah. I mean, considering as well, Shrewsbury was a lot closer and it felt like we had a bigger crowd. It didn't really live up to what it should have been. No. I mean, obviously, it was nicer to get a win this time around. But last season did kind of feel a bit different. It felt like 
there was more energy in the place. And, and as well, <clears throat> it was a home side on the back of a quite a few defeats, poor performances, not a lot of goals. So they weren't feeling it. Yeah, OK, I'll, I'll stick them. Would you say it's better than Cheltenham, uh, uh, though? Um, No, I think it's even, probably even worse. I thought Cheltenham had an atmosphere. Mm, yeah, OK. I just thought it was big. James' yeah. executive decision. So, new away rankings. We have Reading, who sit top of the Pops. Then we've got Burton. Then we have... Oh, God, I, I think I've done this wrong. No, I've not. Port Vale. Yeah, Port yeah. Vale were third. Uh, Charlton fourth. Wickham fifth. Uh, Cheltenham sixth. And Shrewsbury seventh. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Fair play. So, home fans, here we go. So, we've still got Carlisle sitting top of the table, you know, deservedly so. Above Wigan, then Middlesbrough, Derby. We had a special mention for United on the 21s below Derby. Oh, God, there's arrows everywhere. Um, and then we've got Peterborough above Lincoln, Stevenage, Barrow, Fleetwood, Salford. So, uh, uh, a big mix there, and it's not to be um, sizest about teams, followings and that, but there is kind of a correlation between more fans gets you more points. Yeah. It does seem like. So, I, I'd agree with that. And, and I mean, in all fairness, I don't really think these next two teams are going to be taking up high positions anyway, so let's get through them. Northampton. Um, you tell me. Not a massive turnout. I would probably put them below Peterborough. Um, Stevenage did well uh, to get as many as they did on a Tuesday night, but Northampton did get more down, and they were they were quite loud for the number they brought. So <clears throat> put them below Peterborough. No, no uh, mean feat that really, considering they just come up from League Two, and then bringing back. Uh, James's opinions, if we have to. We've now got Solly Hull, James. What are you thinking of Solly Hull? Um, probably one of the most pointless. I'm not in a rude way to them, but they were pretty pointless, weren't they? Let's be what as people. Cool. That's nice. They, they just they they were pretty pointless. They, they served their purpose. They didn't bring anything, did they? Or anyone? Well, they brought a couple. Um, not just two people. They brought a couple hundred. Uh... I, I don't. I don't really think they. they you got a fair place for coming, but. I don't think they really had much atmosphere, did they? As if there was an atmosphere anyway. That's me, yeah. that's me being a humbug. It's you being a bad humbug. But, you know, you look at the bottom, I'd, I'd say better than Salford. Because um, yeah. mainly Salford are all United fans. Uh, Fleetwood? <laughs> um, I can't remember. Fleetwood? Mm, yeah, the they, they were all, they were all right. Top, top yeah, they were all right. I think they... they... Below Fleetwood? Yeah. Okay, below Fleetwood. There you go. There is the cutting edge answer to all of your questions. And you'll all be able to sleep better at night. So, there you go. Another episode done. I mean, with a lot of pauses in it. Thanks to James. I've got the hiccups now. You're welcome. Yeah, honestly, it's taken us nearly, what, an hour and a half to do this recording, so... An hour and a half, and there's probably only 20 minutes of content. Brilliant. That's what the fans are here for. (laughs) But no, it's been a fun one. So next episode, there'll be some bigger games. I know there's definitely a Blackpool game in there. Uh, I really have been very unprofessional today and not figured out who else there are. Uh, Exeter, Oxford, and yeah, we'll probably mix in the FA Cup game and also the Stockport, uh, Bristol Street Motors games, which we went to. A nice little mix of competitions there. Yeah, a nice little Um, mixture for all you guys to enjoy. Yeah, make sure you definitely come back for that. But I think maybe before we do that one, we will be doing uh, a, the spe- well, special, is it a special episode? We've done a nice little, not even challenge, I don't know how to say this. We've we've done a nice little experience where we've tried out non-league football, non-league football's hospitality, and then obviously we've done our normal, uh, well, non-hospitality football league. We also did hospitality for Solly Hull. So we're going to have a bit of a talk through that. Neil's going to be making a return, um, obviously, if he survives his operation. Um, and, and making it sound a lot worse than it was. It was kidney stones. 
He's definitely going to survive, but you know, just in case. Well, the it, last like, thing we want to do is is make everyone think he's coming on and then he dies. Well, he has messaged in the last half an hour, so he's alive. Yeah, but he could still die. He could still die. Just in, just in peace, Neil. Uh, any of us could. Any of us could die. You know, as I as Neil would say, that it's just life. Again, depressing thought. <laughs> Mate, we've spent a lot of money and travelled a lot of miles. It's already depressing yes. enough. Yes. Uh, we're, we're sad. But you know, from the both of us, thank you very much for listening. And make sure you keep your eyes out for the next episode coming soon.